So today I want to talk about professionalism because, you know, in different cultures, professionalism uh, is viewed differently. Uh, we would say, and again, this is not to offend anybody, but some people would relate being professional to being white. And I don't think that is the right way to look at it. You know, I think professionalism is to be slain with it. We would just say acting like you got sense. Uh, but in reality, is being being professional is is acting with order, with discipline. Like I mentioned, discipline in the last podcast. Um, but I kind of want to elaborate on professionalism, and what I want to start with is. My first part of professionalism is how to make a first impression. The first thing I would go to is resume, you know, making sure your resume first is up to date, spell checked. Um, and if you need someone to write your resume, you know, there are tons of people out there that can do that. But the resume needs to portray you and your abilities before you even say anything. Right. Because you apply for a job or you talk to somebody or you got to meet with an important, important person. Um, they're going to check their resume first just to make sure um, you are credible enough to speak to. LinkedIn is a social media platform. Um, it's not your traditional social media like I talked about in previous podcasts. It's more for you know the works the workspace, but making sure your resume, your LinkedIn, kind of resemble each other. And you know there are some people on LinkedIn that kind of bring some personal things into it. But you kind of want to treat it as a big workspace, right? Because at the end of the day, being a professional is, been, is having a brand, right? You are your brand. So you need to represent yourself uh, as such, right? The next thing I would get to in making a first impression, and, and just to give you some background, when I say making a first impression, these, these are things that people see without you saying a word, right? This is just people looking at you from the outside looking in next up is your personal appearance now i'm very big on this um being in the military especially in the marine corps we take personal appearance very serious and first i want to start with grooming so fellas uh I, i've learned how to cut my hair through the pandemic um the upside is is that i really keep the schedule on my haircut i could cut my hair every week if i wanted to you know i wear a fade um but you know i feel that especially especially as a young professional someone who who's trying to build that brand as a scientist right i'm trying to build that brand um you know i i, I like to keep my grooming um pretty well you know lot hair lined up you know um for now for me your hair can be long you know it's just you know when you wear you have longer hair it takes a little bit more maintenance but as long as it's neat so to give you an overview my overall view on personal appearance and how you dress and such is about precision it's a military thing where uh until our next point how you dress i'm a person that looks at fit over brand because fit uh means for me, how I look at it, fit means it's for you, right? When you have something tailored, you wear something tailored, 
that's yours. That means no one else can wear that except for you. Brand, anybody can, you know, people, multiple people can buy a brand, but not everyone can buy your fit. It's, it's an individual uh, type of thing, right? And when you, when, this overall podcast, when it talks about professionalism, we're talking about kind of a couple of extremes where you have the extreme where, you know, maybe it's a job interview. Or maybe you're meeting with an important person for business, right? Each one of those extremes, professionalism applies. And so when you want to go meet with somebody important or going to meet for a job interview, I believe how you dress, how your clothes fit is very important because uh, I kind of look a little bit deeper into things. Not only does it show, you know, um, how... And, you know, you are as an individual but to me, it's an attention to detail type of thing. Right. Uh, you know, the pan, make sure the pants, length, the pant length is right. The the jacket's kind of, t- you know, tailing in a little bit to fit that body. You know, to me, that's an attention to detail type of thing. Uh, dress shoes, fellas. Now, it's a little old school, but I have recently definitely got on to polishing dress shoes. It looks so much better. Um, I was at a business event um, out in Utah and I met with this VP and we're talking. There's a whole group, you know, a lot of people around. And I just happened to look down and sure enough, he shined his his shoes. And I, in particular, was looking because I shined my shoes before I went out there. So um, it's just, again, it's just an extra attention to detail thing. And and if someone's like me, I, I can see that that attention to detail will translate over to how that person will work. Or how they carry themselves or how they conduct business so that's just me um again i'm a guy so uh, i speak mainly from a man's point of view but for women you know women have more options right they they can wear dresses or uh pantsuit skirt um but i still think some things apply you know i think fit applies but for women you know women have to manage the dichotomy between baggy and too tight right too tight kind of comes off um a little immature um, too baggy can kind of come off a little immature as well so you kind of want to get something that fits you just right same thing with the guys getting things tailored to you to your body everyone has a different shape so if you buy something off the rack right that that's meant for the average person but like the name of this podcast you're greater than average right we're not you, we can buy stuff off the rack but we still gotta get it fitted to us because we are an individual person uh, a little little one for me stickler you don't have to I like to say, you know, how you smell is a little important too, you know, um, again, before you even say anything, you know, if you walk into a room, you smell decent, uh, again, it shows that attention to detail, right? I, I know for men, I think the number is 70% or maybe it's 90% of men don't wear a fragrance at all. Um, and then of the 10% that do, you know, then you can kind of break that down between the price of fragrance. So there's some fragrances that are thousands of dollars, some you can go to the store and buy, but you know, I think having a signature smell is important because again, you know, when you're a brand, you, you want to be remembered, right? So if someone if someone says, okay, let's go through the list, the resume, they have the experience, they have the skills, okay, they're groomed, they, they fit, they dress, they dress well, uh, smell good. It's like, man, you know, that sets a good impression before you even say anything, all right? Now, we talked about the things that, you know, 
let's say you can control, I would say control, but you can control all of these things. But um, now let's talk about this. Now, this is a pet peeve of mine. It's a military thing. Always, always, always have something to write with and write on. Now, I know we have cell phones, but cell phones to me, they aren't professional because not everyone knows what you're doing on a cell phone, right? But just pulling out a, an old fashioned, good old piece of paper, a note card, a notebook, something like that, and something to write on. Again, it shows, um, it shows how serious you are, okay? Because it's different for you just to put something in your phone because you use your phone for so many things, right? Whatever you write down can get lost in your phone. But when you, but, but, oh, type up, excuse me. But whatever you write down a piece of paper or a notepad, that shows that you, you have a specific place that you, you put important, uh, uh statements or things into. So again, that, that kind of shows your seriousness, um, as you're talking with that person or that interviewer. And then the last thing I think you need to make that good first impression is you always arrive 15 minutes early. Another Marine Corps thing. Commanding officer says, hey, formation's at seven. Right? Okay. Platoon sergeant or platoon commander says, hey, formation's at 645. Platoon sergeant says, hey, formation's at 0630. Squad leader 0615. Team leader 06. Now, the reason why you want the 15 minutes early, first, again, it shows your seriousness, attention to detail, again, a big stickler for me, um, but it also gives you wiggle room, right? If you get there 15 minutes early, maybe you can sit in your car, kind of go over some quick notes or, or talk to yourself. Um, maybe, you know, if you're going on a military base or something, maybe a little bit of base traffic, something like that, it gives you that little bit of wiggle room. Um, Ideally, I would like to I would like for you to arrive at the interview or the meeting 15 minutes early, uh, not just at the place, right? So those are things you can factor in. Again, they all all of these make a good first impression. Now, what can you do to make a lasting impression? First thing I would say, you always want before you go, you always want to do recon. Maybe a little a little tough word. You want to get information on a person that you're meeting or a company. Because that shows that you can do some fundamental research, right? And so when you go talk to that company, typically in an interview, someone may ask you, hey, what do you know about the company? What do you know about this position? Do you know what type of work that we do? If you can say yes and have that conversation, hold that conversation about what that company does, that's a, that's a plus. All right, again, it's, it's attention to detail type of thing. Or if you're meeting with someone that's a VP, a uh, CIO, CTO, um, if you can look up maybe some things about them, hey, maybe they're a veteran or they've been at the company 25 years or they started here. Now they're here. You know, that sh again, that shows when, when you have attention to detail, it shows that you take things serious or you can take things serious. And again, that's important if someone's looking to work with you, partner with you as a business partner or a company's looking to hire you. All right. Um, and then last thing would be how you speak. So the thing is, we come from all different walks of life, um, and if you have a accent, that nothing's wrong with an accent. But when you talk, when I say about how you talk, is at first you want to be concise and precise about how you speak. 
right? You got some people that, that kind of beat around the bush or they can tell long stories. You want to be concise with answer. If someone asks you a direct answer, uh, uh, excuse me, ask you a direct question, direct answer should follow, right? Um, don't try to impress. Don't try to use big words and then someone say, hey, well, what do you mean by that? And you don't even know what the word means, right? You know, it's something you just saw. You don't want to use big words, right? You want to be your authentic self. Um, and again, you want to give concise answers uh, and truthful answers as well. The last thing I want to leave you with, because we are getting a little long, is I want to talk about networking. Um, networking is, to me, is something that you people don't really understand its importance. Um, as a video I saw uh, weeks ago where someone says you cannot become rich alone. Typically, a rich person always partners with somebody or they know someone or they get into a situation because they knew somebody right or someone put them in get that got their foot in the door you know so you can't really do you can't do this alone I, I would say in today's market networking or your network trumps your talent to a certain extent because i know people who tons of publications they're talented they have the experience but they don't have the network so people can't vouch for them, right? If I'm a company, I want to hire uh, a, an engineer who's going to be making 160000 a year. I mean, yes. Can I interview that person to get a good feel for him? Yes. But what trumps that is someone, if you have someone that can vouch for you, right? That trumps that. Trumps that. Like, yeah, I, you know, I can say, hey, yeah, I see the person's resume, but who else can 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 verify that this person really is as good as that resume says? Your network, right? So this, these are things to keep in mind um, as maybe some of you are moving from college to the professional world, military to the professional world, um, which is deal, those are two steps that I took. Uh, I'm not a businessman, but you know I still believe some of these can apply to someone's you know going into business or maybe. Um, starting to meet with people um, in that business or whatever field they're in. I, I think the, all of these are important. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. We're out.